Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. And the big question we have to answer here with this video is why the mainstream media are not reporting these stories. And what I'm referring to specifically is, well, we'll start by going over another huge bank bankruptcy in the shadow banking system. And why are we not hearing about this? Why is this not on the cover the homepage of CNBC. Let's go right over and do a quick screen share. And we're going to check out these stories. I've got a couple of them here that I think should be frontline news or right on the headlines. First and foremost, let's go over to China. And we had, now you're going to try to pronounce that, but this Chinese bank filed for bankruptcy today. You say, George, well, why is this a big deal? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, they had $150 billion in assets, so not exactly a small regional. And why this really matters, for those of, you, those of you who watch my videos know this, but we can't sit there and ignore what's happening in China. We can't ignore what's happening in the EU, which, based on the next story you'll see, is absolutely 100% in recession right now. These are not just outliers, for heaven's sakes. These, what is happening in these economies will absolutely unequivocally impact the United States. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of to what degree. That's what we're talking about here. And then the bigger question is how this impacts the global monetary system. If the global monetary system is failing for whatever reason, that is bad, bad, bad news for the U.S. economy, that, that the, the U.S. economy does not avoid a recession, if not worse, if the global monetary system fails. And all of these banks are interconnected. And if one fails, especially in the shadow banking, i.e. the euro dollar network, that goes bust, that increases risk. So that's the first story. I don't want to go into too many of the details here. Uh, to be exact, the assets were 139 billion USD. And of course, the Chinese government is just trying to cover this up, saying that, oh, uh, this wasn't a big deal because these shadow banks, we shouldn't pay any attention to them because they're all corrupt and run by criminals. That's kind of their the, the narrative they're trying to push to try to prevent people from looking into this any further. Now let's go over to Zero Hedge. And this is something that you guys, well, Based on my last video, you or the one prior, you probably won't find this shocking. But the de again, it's the, the the degree to which they, the government, the central planners, are manipulating the numbers to push a narrative or to push a story is staggering. Now, earlier in the day, we talked about how the jobs report just came out and all of these revisions. Now, at the time, I didn't realize <laughs> I, didn't really, I didn't realize how bad these revisions were or the extent to which they were revising the data. Fantastic article right here from Zero Hedge. Let's go into this. And again, you have to ask yourself, why is the mainstream media not reporting this? for heaven's sakes, inside the catastrophic job numbers. Catastrophic. Now, how can that be when the headline 
was 216 and they're expecting 170. Well, first of all, crash in full-time jobs. Multiple job holders soar. Native-born workers plunge. So this adds a completely different component, multiple different components. Number one, in the earlier video, we were talking about how basically they're hiring all these government workers to boost the headline number. And then what they're doing is even with those government workers, they're coming back and they're saying, oh, uh, last month, you forget it. Yeah, but it was like 30% lower than what we told you. And the month before, it was uh, 25% lower. Those aren't exact numbers, but I'm just... It, the, the one, I think it was October, the headline number was 150, and they revised it down to 105, for heaven's sakes. that That is unbelievable. And so we just did the quick math, and if you took the 216 and revised it 30% lower, it would have come in way under expectations. You say, oh, George, you, you, this is nonsense. You're just uh, looking at the glass, half, the glass half empty. This is just probably a one-off. Now, this is what they do almost every single month. It, it's it's become a like a joke. It's like It's almost like the emperor wearing no clothes. Like everybody knows they're manipulating the numbers, I would argue, even on Wall Street, but they just kind of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. They just t turn a, a blind eye to it. It's it's unbelievable, quite frankly. But look at the revisions that Zero Hedge detailed. First of all, jobless claims mysteriously surge on data revision. U.S. jobs mysteriously revised sharply lower upon data revision. <laughs> Europe mysteriously mysteriously enters. Recession upon data revision. Now, this was back in June. So obviously now they're, they're, Europe isn't even trying to pretend that they're not in recession. But this goes to show you, even though these are older tweets, this shows you the, the shenanigans that they've done in the past here. And it seems like they're, well, not seems, they are definitely continuing, especially when, you, look at this chart. Look at this. These are, this compares the original numbers to the revised numbers, to the re-revision. Who knew they were doing re-revisions? <laughs> Three rounds of revisions. And this is not just Zero Hedge. The, this source is the BLS via Zero Hedge. So look at this. Going back to January of 2023. So this is the entire year. We see headline number well, they've got it covered by an arrow, but it's each revision that they do, it goes down further and further. Now, here is where they're like the headline number, 311, and they come out, back out with the first revision because people are kind of catching on to the, the game. And then they, because keep in mind, they have been doing this not just in 2023, but they were doing it way back in 2022. I mean, look at this, 10 of the last 11 months revised lower, but it's not just 2023. That's my point. So maybe in February, like, oh boy, I think people are catching on to this. What are we going to do? Oh, just revise it up and then they'll shut up about it. Okay. But then we've got to report the numbers at some point. Okay. Then when we do the revision of the revision, then we'll come out with the real numbers. So they come out with 311, <laughs> they bump it up to 324, and then I don't know when the re-revision comes out, 
But then they're like, oh, uh, you, oh that was only 248. Well, here's one that they revised, they re-revised up. Then I'll bet you what they did. Now, this is total speculation, guys. And part of this, I'm, I don't want to say I'm joking, but I'm kind of trying to make light of the situation. So you can imagine the discussion here is like, hey, they're catching on to it right now in February. So they revise it up and then they actually re-revise it way, way down. And then they're like, okay, well, they kind of caught on to that game. So let's go ahead. And when we do the revision, let's revise it down. But then we'll revise it back up again or re-revise it back up again. So we're kind of throwing them off our trail. (laughs) I'm not saying that's what they're doing. But I wouldn't doubt it. So anyway, now we go to the next month when you have the re-revision. That goes from 253 down to 217. Then we go from 339 down to 281. We go from 209 to 105, a a decrease of 50% for heaven's sakes. And that was June of 23, down by 50. So I'm coming out with these videos and reporting just on the revisions. We're not even talking about the revisions of the revisions. Well, I guess in October we were. I mentioned that this morning. So, I mean, it's not just June. Look at this. Well, here's when they actually had a month where they probably thought people were catching on to the ruse. So they did, <laughs> so they did it the opposite direction. But here, 187, 165, 336 down to 262. And what we were talking about earlier, 150 all the way down to 105. And look, people completely ignore the revision, let alone the revision to the revision. It's all just pushing a narrative, for heaven's sakes. What's so frustrating is that people don't, they just don't care or they don't even pick up on it. Let's get, and this isn't it. Let's keep going here. So believe it or not, Zero Hedge then says, that's just the start. So this chart, that's just the start of the revisions that they picked up for this article. The household survey, which as you guys know from watching my videos, we've got the establishment survey. That's where they just count the number of jobs that were created, but the household breaks it down by person. So if one person is like the, the Jamaican family on In Living Color, where they have 45 jobs It actually just picks that up (laughs) as one additional person working where the establishment number would calculate that as 45 new jobs. But it's just the Jamaicans from the In Living Color skit. So if you look at this survey, the number of employed workers actually collapsed by an an unprecedented 683,000. Okay, so I'm reading this for the very first time as you can probably tell, 683,000, the biggest drop since the U.S. economy was shut down by the Cerveza sickness. How is this not headline news? So here is what a chart of that looks like. This is going back to the Cerveza sickness, this gold dotted arrow. Wow. They say even scarier, while the monthly grind higher in payroll numbers provided by the less accurate establishment survey means that U.S. job hit recovery hit a record high month with bizarre consistency. And in December, this was certainly the case. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost like, what's that saying? There's no straight lines in nature, something like that. So when you see a straight line, you almost know that it's man-made. It's like the same thing with with data, right? 
There, there is no perfect, just linear motion in data or linear direction. So when you see one, it's, it's kind of a head scratcher, not, not kind of. <laughs> hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. All right. So another just staggering chart from Zero Hedge. I want to give them a massive hat tip for this. Full-time jobs, monthly change. Again, the worst since the Cerveza sickness. Of course, as full-time, and I'm reading from the article, as of course, as full-time jobs crashed, something had to offset the plunge. And sure enough, it was the surge of part-time workers. In December, the number of part-timers soared by a whopping 762,000. Now, if I just heard that number and didn't see that chart, I wouldn't be that surprised because it's Christmas. So I don't know if that's seasonally adjusted, but uh, even if it isn't, still, that is hugely significant from the standpoint where this chart goes all the way back to 2020. So that's full-time jobs crashing. So you would not expect to see full-time jobs crashing during the holiday season. But I would like to see... Oh, here we go. I was just going to say, I'd like to see a chart of the part-time jobs going up and compare that to past holiday seasons. Huh? So that would be a big question mark is I'd like to see the increase in part-time workers compared to last or previous holiday seasons. And they say, Oh, but wait, there is more (laughs) because going back to quantitative read of the data, we look at the numbers of multiple job holders. Okay, so now basically what they're saying is they're looking at all the in-living color Jamaican families from across the United States. <laughs> and it was, I never really, those skits were fantastic. The Jamaican family skits, I forgot. What they, the Haymons, I think is what they were called. But I never really understood. Did, did Jamaicans actually have that many jobs? I, I don't know. <laughs> I never really understood the stereotype but the skits were were hilarious so anyway in december that number surged 222,000 and the 8.56 was the highest print on record so that's how many people are holding multiple jobs putting it all together if one believes headlines in december of us added 216 which included a record number of double counted multiple job holders <laughs> And yet the number of employed workers actually crashed by 683,000, the biggest drop in four years. And mind you, the biggest drop since we've had a a global pandemic, for heaven's sakes. 
Uh, furthermore, taking a closer look at the composition, we find December, the number of well-paid full-time workers collapsed by near record 1.5 million, offset by 762,000 surge in part-time workers. Then they start ripping on Joe Biden and, and Bidenomics, which I don't know if it's anything to do with Bidenomics. But what is, I think, what does play a role as far as Bidenomics is, I think, the administration's pressure that they're putting on the, I believe, the BLS or the, the BEA or whoever's responsible for aggregating and reporting these data, I believe the BLS. And so, again, it just goes back to the main takeaway, pretty much from, from both of the, the jobs videos that we did today, is we've got to expect more of this in 2024. I mean, they're they're going to take off the gloves. They're they're they meaning the the two parties and the mainstream media. If you thought it was bad in the past, just wait for 2024. This is going to get crazy. And I think with every single piece of data that comes from these government agencies, we have to we have to scrutinize it. Initially, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but. We have to look at it through the lens of what they've done in the past as far as these revisions to try to extract what the reason for these revisions might be. So let me give you an example. If they come out and just revise one month, okay, fine. Give them the benefit of the doubt. But after seeing all this, if they've revised the last 20 months in a row, we've got to be more skeptical about that headline number. That's what I'm saying here. And I think we've got to look at these data. We've got to compile them. We have to look at trends. And then moving into 2024, we've got to not only look at the headline numbers, but look at the trends to try to extrapolate what the central planners are trying to do with narrative and story to achieve whatever their objectives are. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want to see my personal financial game plan for 2024, how I'm setting up my own portfolio and a deep dive into commodities and really how to not only protect, but hopefully grow your wealth in 2024, you can go to my free report, hour and a half deep dive video. You can get it at georgegammon.com forward slash 2024. See you over there.